0: We are currently at Grunendal. This area was chosen as the starting point for the tour due to its easy accessibility by road and rail. It lies in the Flemish province to the southeast of Brussels. The woods that surround it are called the Sonian Forest, and they predate the Romans. Originally spanning from the Rhine to the North Sea, it now covers only 4,400 hectares It spans Flanders, Wallonia and Brussels. The graffiti that you can see on the newest part of the train station is a permanent art installation celebrating some of the animals that can be found in the forest, such as foxes, rabbits, wild boar, and squirrels. The same artist also decorated tunnels under an ecoduct that was recently built over the Ring Road nearby. Please continue the podcast at the first measuring point. You have reached the first measuring point. If you head a little into the park, you'll be able to see the town hall. The town hall was built in a time before this region became famous for its grapes. The surrounding hills were covered in greenhouses. Built in 1850, was originally the home of Baron, is now classified as a protected monument. Hoylert is home to a total of seven protected monuments. The other con- six consist of castle farm, which now houses the Municipal Environmental Department, Civil Affairs Department, and the Technical Service. Then there is the remains of the Priory at Grunendaal, whose origins date back to 1343. There is also the Hofden Trappen, registered as monuments in 1995, Gruendal Station registered in 1994, where you started your tour, a tram station registered in 1997, that you'll see later on. Surprisingly, the Sawnian Forest is classified as a protected Monument in 1959. The Sawnian Forest was declared an Insura 2000 site. An application to get it listed as a UNESCO World Heritage site has been submitted. The first grapes in Huilat were grown in 1865, but it was not until around 1880 that it became more common, more common in the area. From 1900, grape cultivation would continue to expand in the Isar Valley. In 1910, Huilat already had over 5,000 greenhouses. By the late 1950s, this number had grown to over 13,000, and the entire region covering over Overijs, Hollenberg, Duisburg and Laup, the total number reached over 33,000 greenhouses. This led to Huilat becoming known as the Glass Village. Economic difficulties caused by foreign competition, increased heating costs and lack of business succession, however, have led to a progressive decline in greenhouse grape cultivation since 1962. Only a handful of companies are currently left. However, the Belgian grape has lost nothing of its quality still remains an unparalleled horticultural product. With subsidies for the restoration of greenhouses and the project at Kellerfeld where you can adopt a grape, the municipality is committed to preserving the local grape heritage. Every year in September, there is a three-day-long festival called the Fest. The Fest starts on a Friday evening and ends on a Monday evening. During the event, almost no businesses are open and even the local schools are closed. The festival celebrates the grape harvest and is the biggest social event of the local calendar many parties, parades, and a massive fireworks display. Overice also has a fest, but they host theirs during August. Please continue the podcast at the second measuring point. The second measuring point is not much use in terms of measurements, due to the fact that the water seems stagnant. The reason that it is stagnant is most likely because it is directly downstream of an area where the water has been deliberately slowed by meanders and reeds to make a habitat birds and other wildlife. If you look at the large pond, you may also be able to see many birds. The most predominant species is the goose, then it's the duck, and if you're lucky you may even catch a glimpse of a few swans. An even rarer sight is fishermen. I do not know if they ever catch anything, but they still turn up from time to time. Please continue the podcast at the third measuring point. Here are the third measuring point. At the end of the pond, you can see that it's in strong contrast to the previous point, Water here is flowing at a visible speed. If you look at the Nero Cafe, you may not be surprised to hear that it is a repurposed building. This protected monument that started life as a tram station, primarily for grapes. Freight transport reached its peak in the golden years of grape cultivation between 1926 and 1928, with 110,000 tonnes of coal, 37,000 tonnes of manure, 11 million kilos of grapes transported per year. Due to the rise of freight transport by truck and car, and the expansion of bus transport, the tram line slowly but surely fell into disuse. The freight tram last ran in June 1958. The locomotives and wagons are kept in the train museum of Marienburg and Schiepdal. Please continue the podcast at the town square. This is the town square. The retention basin is right below your feet. Due to the fact that the entire town square has been torn up in order to build Retention Basin, the commune took this opportunity to renovate the square, and turned it from what was basically just a car park into what you see now. The church looks a bit strange. This is because shortly after it was built, the tower had, been, had to be partially removed to stop the church from sinking into the ground. Another reason it looks strange is because it was last renovated in the 60s. Inside the church, you will see a lot of scaffolding. This is due to the fact that installing the Retention Basin damaged the foundations of the church leading to the church having to close for a period of time whilst emergency work was done. Please continue the podcast at the fourth measuring point. As you can see, this is similar to the second measuring point in that the water flow is unusual. Here you can find a rain water pipe that leads into the river from the surrounding roads, as well as a sharp artificial bend in the river that causes an eddy. Whilst not ideal, this is one of the few locations with such easy access. Just before passing under the motorway, You may have noticed a large basin covered in plants. This is to collect water from the motorway and to filter out some of the toxins in the water. Please continue the podcast at the fifth measuring point. This is the fifth and final measuring point. You may have noticed that the river here is much wider than it was at the beginning of the tour. The reason for this was made obvious at the previous measuring point, namely that there are many drains that feed directly into the river. Please continue the podcast in Orvraice. You have finally made it to Orvraice. This is the area that is most prone to flooding. The reason for this is most likely because of how flat the area is. Despite that, Orthrice is still known as cycling circles to be exceptionally hilly, as well as the birthplace of the renowned cyclist Eddie Marks.